1: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
4: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. We have Steve Friend, FBI, former FBI SWAT, coming up like 30 minutes from now. We'll talk about what happened in Utah, clearing homes, all kinds of cool stuff with Steve, who's awesome. I want to make sure I get to this really quickly first. Now, it's a small thing, but not a small thing. Joe Biden, and there are many things about Joe Biden that are fascinating and horrible, but something we've talked about before is the lying. I've never seen anyone like Joe Biden. Let me explain. Let me explain. All politicians lie. Democrats, Republicans, they all do it. I, I accept it. I know there's always some lying built in. You've accepted. There's always some lying built in. And I've, I've got to burst your bubble on something here. <clears throat> George Washington lied, too. Remember they used to tell us in school, I cannot tell a lie. He's a human being, and he was a politician. In the end, he was a politician. George Washington at least told a little lie about something. I don't know what it was. It was about something. Maybe it was his wife. She's like, how many beers did you have? And he said, I had two, When he had five. I don't know, but he told a lie about something. I guarantee he did. And set politicians aside. I have known compulsive liars in my life you undoubtedly have to you will run into these people and i'm not sure how you get this way i think it just starts small one of those things where you tell little lies and you get used to it and you tell more and more and more but i've known people i used to work with a guy actually and we all said it about him that he would climb a tree to tell a lie instead of just staying on the ground and telling the truth he would lie about ridiculous things. That's just everything. Everything was a lie. If you went, I remember this. We went out one night and we shot pool. We shot pool after work and we were shooting pool and he was okay. I, I, it was a little better than me. I'm certainly not a good pool player. I can shoot pool. I'm okay, but he was, he was just a little better than me. He was average and certainly not anybody I would consider good. And then when we got done shooting a couple games of pool, He informed us that he used to be on the pro the pro pool circuit. (laughs) We're like, no, that never happened. What are you talking about? So I've known people like that in my life. And you've known people like that in your life. But Joe Biden is a different cat. And here's why. My buddy was never on the pro pool circuit. But I don't know about you. I don't exactly know how I would go about verifying that. Is there some central database or a website or what? Like, that's at least something that would be hard for me to verify whether or not it was true. It is. It would be, it would be difficult. Joe Biden is different though. And I'm not exactly sure what this is. But, and this has been, you can't even blame this on the dementia because we have video from decades ago of him doing things like this. Remember when his presidential campaign blew up by telling easily verifiable lies that really anybody can verify their lies. Remember that video? We've, we've played the audio for you before on the show of him yelling at the reporter. It's a, I think it was Connie Chung was doing a news report on it where he yelled at the reporter, I finished top in my class and this and that. And afterwards, Connie Chung comes on and she says, "None of those things were true. Like, all it would take would be a call to the university, and you would find out that everything he said was a lie." Chris, do you have that audio? Hit that audio. It's, it's how he is. It's who he is, and I can't wrap my mind around how that happened or why that happened. But I've never seen anything like it. You remember? That? Oh, go ahead, play it, Chris. Go ahead.
2: What law school did you attend, and where did you place in that class? And the other question oh, is, man. could you quickly... I think I think we also I, I, think I probably right. have
5: a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class, and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only need 123 credits. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank.
4: Yeah. We missed the follow-up part of Connie Chung, but it, it's not really important. She goes on to do, she in that news reporter voice, Joe Biden's campaign ran into a problem as it... She plays that clip and then she goes into none of those things turned out to be true at all. You don't, you don't need to play it, Chris. We got it. We got it. None of those things are true. Nothing he just said is true. And those are easily verifiable things. He just did it again yesterday about Pittsburgh. The bridge went down in Pittsburgh. People remember the story. Now, the president's campaign, the president's schedule, I should say, is public. He has a public schedule he's also a public person when the president goes somewhere they will shut down the entire highway for security purposes he's not a human being who can slip in and out of places what joe biden does publicly is not only known to everybody in this day and age it's all videotaped and photographed and time stamped joe biden was hours away from being in pittsburgh when the bridge came down that's not my opinion that's not a right-wing opinion or an anti-communist thing or a republican thing or a democrat thing that's a fact that cannot be disputed by anyone on the planet and joe biden got up yesterday
5: and just said this by the way the pittsburgh is a city of bridges more bridges in pittsburgh than any other city in america i watched that bridge collapse I got there and saw a collapse with over 200 feet off the ground going over a valley. It collapsed. Thank God school was out.
4: That's not true. And it's so odd to me. He is the biggest liar in presidential history. And that's amazing considering they've all lied. Every single one of them have lied. I can't even explain What I'm looking at, it would be, honestly, it would be like me sitting here. You know, you heard we're on the second hour of the show, the beginning of the second hour. You just got done hearing the first hour. It would be like me sitting here saying, hey, got in a car wreck on the way here. That's why I missed the first hour of the show. You would be sitting there dumbfounded like, wait, what? I just listened to it. That's not true. What are you talking about? Yet he does this all the time. It's the craziest thing to me in the world. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. It just probably comes down to being a sociopath, I guess. Hi, Jesse. I work in Fulton County. I'm not sure Trump is going to be easy to convict here. <laughs> convict here. Convict here in as in D.C. or Manhattan. The county as a whole elects communists, but it's not all commie. North of Atlanta, which has about one-third of the population, is pretty conservative. There's a possibility he could have two to four anti-communists on the jury. Trump Trump won over 25% of the county's vote each time. Maybe I'm holding on to false hope, but I don't think it's hopeless in Fulton County if Trump's legal team can do a good job with jury selection. His name is Nick. No, I want hope right now. I That's good. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. That's great, and north of Atlanta has some freaking beautiful burbs, man. I've had some good times. There are obviously a lot of parts of Atlanta that can be pretty scummy, but Atlanta, man, I've had some fun at Atlanta, and I've eaten me some serious Bojangles in Atlanta. Chris, Michael, have you guys ever had a Bojangles? Michael, you haven't? It's here, Chris? There, there's no Bojangles in Houston. No, don't tell lies. Michael, you've never had it, you uncultured swine. Bojangles is fantastic. Oh my, oh, don't say it's okay, Chris. You're okay. Bojangles. Zagsby's is better. You know, I've never had Zagsby's. I'm a fried chicken freak. I've never had, don't, don't point fingers at me now, Michael. I've never had it. I've heard the Zagsby's sauce is good, though. Is it good? Is it as good as, the question is, is it as good as cane sauce? Because raising canes, they have the ultimate racket going in the fried chicken world and that their chicken tenders are just horrible. They're just garbage. But the sauce is so good that I will, I will eat raisin canes once every couple weeks. I'll get raisin canes just so I can have more of the sauce in my mouth. That's why. What, Chris? What? Sometimes a man needs some sauce <laughs> in his mouth. Now, we still have to talk about the financial situation. And by the way, back to this Trump stuff. That's good. I'm I'm hopeful. My biggest concern, well, I'll go over it in a minute. I have a, a bad concern I was going over in my head this morning as I was thinking about all this indictment stuff and what it's going to mean for the future and whatnot. There's something that's going to be hard to hear that we should probably talk about. Let's talk about it in a moment. You know what's not hard to hear? Giza Dream Sheets are on sale. Lowest price ever. The greatest sheets ever at their lowest price ever. When's the last time you woke up, rolled, o- rolled over, and complimented your sheets? Have you ever done it? I do it all the time. Giza Dream Sheets. They're as low as twenty nine ninety eight with the promo code JESSE. You have to go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use the promo code JESSE. Go get a couple sets of Giza Dream Sheets, multiple colors, multiple styles, multiple sizes, 60-day money-back guarantee. That's absurd amounts of confidence in your sheets. Hey, just try them for two months. If you don't like them, send them back. But that's how incredible they are. It's not just that they're so soft. They breathe. Oh, so nice not to wake up sweating. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or you can call them. 800-845-0544. 800-845-0544.
1: The Jesse Kelly Show.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. We got Steve Friend, FBI, coming up 10 minutes from now. And you know I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this indictment stuff today. It's not going to dominate the show every single day. can't be about all this. But it, I did have something that went into my head this morning as I was kind of going over where this is going. What if... They keep Trump off the ballot. Remember, the states, the individual states are the ones who make that call. And different states have different rules. What if they use these indictments? Maybe they even get a trial and a conviction happening or something like that. It wouldn't take many. Remember, it's not like 50 states have to do it. What if Pennsylvania and Michigan... Both states run entirely by communists now. What if Pennsylvania and Michigan, the two critical swing states, critical swing states, what if they decide, hey, no Trump on the ballot here? Keep in mind what I just said. That's not some crazy fantasy. If you were a betting person, you would probably bet on at least one of those states doing it. And if that happens... We can't win. What are we supposed to what are we supposed to do about that? I, I have told you, I think this is going to be an election year. It will be very hard for you, for me. I think it's going to be borderline catastrophic emotionally for norm. You already know. You know how corrupt it is. You know how bad it's getting. You you already know that's not gonna it'll help make it easier. It won't ease all the pain, right? It'll numb it a little bit. It won't ease all the pain. But man, oh man, these people are not beyond that. Remember, the reason we have to have these conversations is there is no horror. There is no injustice. These people will look at and say, wow, that's too far. They don't think in those terms at all. There is no too far. There is victory, or there is nothing. That's how these people look at look at everything. Everything is about domination and destruction, and domination and destruction. Do you think these states, Michigan, remember, not only has that communist Hag, Gretchen Whitmer, as their governor, they've got Democrat supermajorities in the legislature. Do you think these states aren't going to take steps to make sure it can't happen? So let's say Trump wins the nomination. He's currently the leader. I mean, it's a long primary. Uh, uh, Anyone could win at this point. Who knows with all this craziness? But let's say he does win the nomination. And then Democrats in states simply say, sorry, he's not on the ballot. And Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom, whoever the national Democrat is, will also be able to wash his hands of that because it won't be them. It won't even be the federal government. Hey, it's not my job. You can already look, Chris, write it down. You can already write it down. They'll they'll run to the podium, they'll send Corinne Diversity higher out there, and they'll say, hey, if, look, it's not my job. It's not my job to worry about uh, Michigan's politics. I don't get involved in their own affairs. That wouldn't be right. If that's what Michigan deems right, then I guess that's what it is. And the election's over before it begins. All it would take would be a couple swing states. Get them off the ballot, we in trouble. I know that's a lot. To take in, but we have all these grand plans of things we want done in 2024. I'm just not so sure that opportunity is going to arise. (sighs) Well, look, hey, we'll roll with the punches and take it as it comes, all right? Oracle of the airwaves. You continue to say the Democrats will hold Hunter and Joe's corruption hostage to get Joe to step away. One detail you're overlooking is Joe isn't in control enough of his mental faculties to make decisions. We all know Jill Biden is the man behind the curtain pulling all the levers of power. And considering Hunter is only her stepson, she has no allegiance to him whatsoever. That evil witch will have her husband crucified in the public square before she allows him to relinquish power. His name is Aaron. Okay, now that's a very good point. You make a very compelling argument and you might be right. Remember, my theory on Joe Biden stepping down is just a theory. I tell you when I have inside baseball news and I know something, and I tell you when it's just a theory. I have a theory that the system is pushing him out. The friends of mine who disagree with me on that theory, most of them actually echo what Aaron just emailed in. They say the system isn't unhappy with Joe Biden. Joe Biden isn't even really a functional adult, does what he, what they say he should do, says what they say he should say. So he's actually perfect for them. And let me, let me be clear. That's a great argument. You could a hundred percent be right. I just don't see it. And the reason I don't see it is not just Joe Biden. Joe Biden's physical health is a concern. Remember, Joe Biden is an old man. He is an old man that is not – look, I realize old is a relative term, but he's in poor health. He is in poor health. There is a chance Joe Biden cannot physically run for office again or hold office again. There is. There is. They have to consider that. And when you have this young hotshot on the bench that I know these national Democrats are in love with – It's awfully tempting, right? It's awfully tempting. You got Joe
5: there, and he's old, and he lies all the time. By the the way, Pittsburgh is a city of bridges, more bridges in Pittsburgh than any other city in America. I watched that bridge collapse. I got there and saw it collapse with over 200 feet off the ground. Yeah, no, he didn't. And then you've got Captain
4: Smooth out there in California. Got a pretty girl giving you the eyes. Joe's looking a little old once you look at Gavin. I I, I can see it happening. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about some SWAT stuff and other cool stuff with Steve Friend, FBI whistleblower, freaking hero. Love Steve. He's going to join us next before Steve joins us. Remember, we must put our money where our morals are. We talk talk about Disney losing money. We talked about Target losing money. These things are happening because you and I are getting more purposeful. We're more purposeful with where we spend and don't spend our money. It's not just that you should switch to Pure Talk because they share your values and it's a patriotic company. That's part of it. The other part of it is you shouldn't be sending money to Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile every month because those companies hate your freaking guts. Go back and look what those companies were saying about all the Black Lives Matter filth when they were burning down the country. Are you happy you pay for that? Your bill can get cut in half. My bill got cut in half. Family of four, my bill got cut in half when we switched to Pure Talk. Same 5G network, veteran-owned, dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Takes 10 minutes on the phone. That's it. Speaking to someone who speaks English. Switch to Pure Talk today.
1: The Jesse Kelly Show.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I'm excited about this because joining me now is FBI whistleblower, brave man, senior fellow at the Center for Renewing America, former SWAT Steve Friend. Okay, Steve, before we get into any specifics about the FBI or Utah or anything like that, I was never sWAT you were the floor is yours. My experience is much 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 much, much less than yours. what's it like to clear a house
5: well uh, thanks it's great to talk to a world famous author such as myself, like you guess that. <laughs> uh, it is uh, you know it's it's basic close quarter battle training that I'm sure that you got in your time in the military mm-hmm. uh it and the difference is when it comes to law enforcement that, that the priority is. The officers safety with the only exception being an active shooter situation where you have to address that threat right away but you try to do it using the safest possible tactics and if that requires time that requires time it's not as nearly re- required to be dynamic in your entry there's no acceptable losses in law enforcement
4: okay no acceptable losses and when you say dynamic in entry for the uninitiated what are you talking about
5: uh you're not doing explosive breaches like you would if you were overseas in a military operation. You can certainly breach. You have, there's breaching tools for that. There's halogens, there's battering rams. Uh, in the case out in Utah, I think they, they used what's called a donger, which is a uh, long steel rod that attaches to the front of the armored vehicle, which is called a bear cat. And you could use that to breach into a doorway. And if you do breach, then you could use a, a diversionary device, a flashbang grenade, which doesn't shoot at any frag. It's just, Loud noise and it's going to temporarily blind and cause the, uh, the individual who's close by to, to go deaf for for a minute or two.
4: Steve, okay, let's let's get to this Utah thing with what we do and don't know. Okay, you got some fat seventy-five year old man posts a bunch of really stupid things online about how he's going to shoot the president. And by the way, everybody, don't do that, please. Don't don't say stupid things like that. Don't even think stupid things like that. But he did it. And then the FBI came knocking only they kept not, came knocking with guns ready and now the guy's dead. What's your take on all this? What do you know?
5: Well, this this is a problem that's this rampant in the FBI right now and and that is Without getting specific to this case, which has a couple more factors I think are worth noting later on, but uh, the, the FBI views agents as case managers now as opposed to case agents who work their case all the way through and, and arrest the bad guy at the end. And when you're a case manager, you're sort of just using chess pieces and moving them around the board. So if you need financial analysis done, you get the forensic accountant to do it. If you need surveillance, you get the surveillance team, you need the evidence collected, the evidence team does it and then when it comes time to make the arrest you just you send the default arrest team which is now the SWAT team in so many of these field offices and and what you have to remember about an FBI SWAT team with the exception of the hostage rescue team which is in Quantico Virginia SWAT teams are part time they train 4 days a month and they are basically doing Uh, regular warrant services. They're not rolling with anything uh, sophisticated uh, as far as weapons go. It's a standard carbine rifle and a Glock pistol on their hip. They do have a lot of resources when it comes to tools, but uh, I think that there's a temptation to, to come in with those guys because they're sort of viewed as the default arrest option team and, and you just looked at that as being your number one option as opposed to there's a whole slew of ways that you can bring somebody into custody and the FBI should pride itself on using the least amount of force necessary. You could call somebody on the phone or you could set up a surveillance operation and when this guy walked out using a walker or a cane to go get his mail, then you could scoop him up then. So I think it's just a failure there because they're just not using critical thought. Their default is to use the SWAT guys.
4: Why would that be a default for anyone, Steve? Obviously, I, I'd like to imagine most people don't have a desire to kill someone else. So why why would the default be to send SWAT when that's a dangerous situation for the officers themselves? Even if you hate the piece of trash, you're kicking a door and some drug dealer, some rapist or something, you want the FBI agents to be protected and go home and see their wives at the end of the day. Why would that ever be the default, kicking in a door?
5: Well, and now we're getting into specifics here, too, where I think the FBI is starting to view itself as the judge, jury, and executioner in many ways, It's making the process the punishment for these guys. And nobody wants to be in a situation where they're in a position of leadership or management in the FBI and be the person that briefs up the chain of command all the way to the J.A. Hoover building, that they were the boss that had a threat to the president and just sent a regular old agent out there to to go handle that. But as it was the case here, this guy made threats back in March against uh, Alvin Bragg. And then the FBI sent some guys out to talk to him. And uh, then he told him to get bent, and and he'd get a warrant. And then he went online and made threats against the FBI. So this is five months ago. The FBI could have acted then. Uh, Maybe they did. Maybe they brought it to a prosecutor. It got declined. Maybe the prosecutor got sidetracked. Maybe they just kept the case open to keep an eye on him. But, Now, five months elapsed. He definitely didn't take any sort of overt act to further those threats against Bragg or the FBI. But they used that information as further derogatory info to further their Probable cause when it comes to arresting him for threats against Biden here a couple of weeks ago, and when that that should have probably bolstered the case against it because he hadn't followed through on any threats, but nevertheless they used it as ammunition to and to paint him as more violent than he was, and then they failed to acknowledge the fact that he was elderly and poor health, not necessarily very ambulatory, and they overlooked it. And then the biggest part here that's going to get overlooked is the fact that leadership here in the in the Salt Lake City office w- was new there's a newly appointed special agent in charge there her experience is in being a legal attache abroad in canada and in oh. london and also being second in command in portland during the hundred days of rioting that went on there that went unaddressed so i think her, her rank on her sleeves a little bit held together with some velcro she's not necessarily a trained investigator definitely a, a I think that it briefs well on the PowerPoints slide to tell Director Ray that you didn't use the most aggressive means necessary to bring a, a, a threat to the president into custody.
4: Speaking with Steve Friend, brave FBI whistleblower. Steve, speaking of Ray, how is he thought of within the building? Is he lionized? Is he mocked? How how is Christopher Ray thought of?
5: Well, there's definitely a cult of the director. Uh, he, he's the most unassuming guy ever. I mean, I think he'd walk in the room unless you saw his protective detail. You'd think it was just an average dad coaching a girls soccer team to a under 500 record. But I think there are amongst the support staff, especially a belief that uh, he's this, this great. George Washingtonian leader, but uh, from from my perspective and from many of the other agencies, he's just unimpressive, and I think he's proven himself now on multiple accounts to be a liar in front of Congress, and unfortunately, he hasn't been held to account, and I can cite specific lies that he said most recently in front of the Judiciary Committee, uh, where I had personal experience when it came to being assigned from child porn and reassigned to January 6th and then from uh, being sent to surveil parents at school board meetings. I had personal experience with both of those, and I've certainly been outspoken about it, and uh, he went on record in front of the Judiciary Committee and, and lied that that had not happened.
4: Pulled off of child porn cases and sent after January Sixers. Every time you tell me that, it makes my blood pressure spike, Steve. I just can't, I just can't believe we live in that kind of country. All right, real quick, wrap it up here. Can Can the FBI be fixed? My thoughts on it are well known, but I never wore the badge. You did. Can it be fixed?
5: I don't think you can. I think it needs to be broken into a thousand pieces. Uh, However, I think one possible reform that the Congress can do today is defund the armed agent of the FBI and force them to partner with local agencies, get their permission to conduct investigations, use their deputies and police officers to to actually uh, effect an arrest, and then that'll create a bulwark because the FBI will need the permission of the deputy, of the chief deputy or the sheriff in their area, he can stand in the gap to protect you from an out-of-control FBI.
4: Steve, how's your family, brother? You guys doing well?
5: Yeah, we're doing okay, man. We're in Florida. Uh, the kids are having vacation basically every single day, and, <laughs> uh, and we're, we're back on our feet. And much thanks to you and to your audience, I'm really uh, grateful for, for everything you did for us.
4: Ah, God is good. Steve Friend, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. God bless. A good man right there. Those whistleblowers, man. I love them. Um, I was swapping messages with another one yesterday. I won't, I'm not going to give out his name. God only knows how much the FBI hates this show. But, man, it's just uh, they are the best of us, man. They, The brave ones who gave up everything, gave up the life they've always wanted for us. I just will respect them and will work for them, do what I can for them until the day, the day I die, man. I'll tell you what. All right. All right. Enough. Let's do something for you, for me, for everybody. Let's build a legacy for ourselves, meaning let's build something that we can pass down to our children. One of my favorite done-for-you real estate stories, one of my favorite stories is a guy, just a normal dude, just regular dude like you, not some millionaire. He started with done-for-you real estate. And so they found him properties, and they got the financing done, and they did the closing. They handled the rental process. right. They just walked him through it, held his hand through the whole thing. And he eventually, after some time, he went from one to ten, and then he passed on. You know, life is what it is. He was older, older guy passed on, and passed all those down to his son. Is that not the freaking coolest thing in the world? He was so blown away, and his son was so blown away. It was spoken about at the funeral. That's done for you, real estate man. And they just they will care for you. Let's do it done for you, jesse.com go build a legacy done for you, jesse.com we'll be back
1: truth attitude jesse kelly
4: it is the jesse kelly show is that song inappropriate i don't know the word i don't i don't know the that song i don't think that's an appropriate song what do you mean why are you raising your hands Okay, look, I'm going to let it go. I'm just going to move on. It's the Jesse Kelly Show. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. In fact, forget it. You can call. It's been a heavy, it's been a heavy few days. You want to call me? Call me. 877 377 4373. But once again, I must announce no small talk. There is nobody listening right now that wants to hear us say, Hi, how are you? Hey, I love the show. Hey, thanks for calling in. Just get to the point when I say your name. Don't be boring. 877 377 4373. Call away. I also have not one, but two bits of breaking news. Looks like this is a job for a journalist. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. This one is actually not from me. This is from Nora O'Donnell with CBS News. CBS News has learned Maui's emergency operations chief had no background in disaster response. It's his department that is responsible for setting off the warning sirens, which ran silent during the fires. So the chief of the emergency operations has no background in disaster. You know what this is, I know what this is. You know, you already get it, right? Before I say it, you already know what it is. This is what happens in a late-stage republic. You see this everywhere now. Locally, federally, everywhere now. Qualifications are not only never considered, they don't even pretend to, to have these people be qualified anymore. You simply hand out the jobs because you don't care about the place. Your only job is to loot it, right? Just get as much as you can, get as much power as you can, money as you can. So you never consider qualifications when you hand out critical positions. You can't, you can't do that. No, no. Qualifications? What What do you mean? What do you mean you want somebody who knows about disasters to be the operations chief? What? That can't be so. My brother's cousin needs a job, and I think he's going to be the operations chief. That's how it works in late-stage republics. And I'm not just saying that. Go read the various histories. I I geek out on this stuff about countries towards the end as they start to come apart and crumble and stumble from Rome to the frigging Ottomans to all of them. This is exactly what they did. When things started going bad... Generations that had come up when times were good didn't appreciate the country and the leadership was so corrupt, they just handed out jobs to whoever. So if you're a if you're a, a Rome a Roman uh, consul, you're a Roman emperor, and you have to find somebody who's going to govern this province, right? Well, you don't care about the province. You don't really care about Rome. You're just going to live your life in whatever despicable manner you can until they build enough statues for you and you die. So it never even enters your mind what's best for Rome or what's best for the province when it comes time to finding a governor. All you have to do is just find somebody you like and hand him the job because there's no love of country. So, yeah, that's what you're seeing here. But wait, I said we had two pieces of breaking news. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Jesse. Texas woman has been arrested for threatening to kill the federal judge who is overseeing a Donald Trump legal case. I'm going to say this again. This almost undoubtedly is not going to apply to you. But I'm going to say it for anybody out there listening who may not quite understand where we are or maybe maybe is a little slow. Essentially, I'm going to say this for everyone who's stupid. Please stop threatening illegal things. Stop putting it on social media. Stop calling and leaving voicemails for these people. I'm coming to kill you. You now live in a nation where the federal government And many, many local governments are not only hostile to you, they're dying for you to give them a reason for them to kick in your door, kill you, or just put handcuffs on you and throw you in a cage the rest of your life. These are people who've already decided that you should be in prison for what you believe. Not for anything you say in the future. They already, if they could... Right now, they would round us all up and send us off to the gulag. If they could, they really, really would. I know you don't want to believe that, but they really would. So please stop saying and doing illegal things or threatening illegal things. Also, Donald Trump needs your prayers, and he does most definitely need your prayers. Other than that, as I have said before, when it comes to the legal stuff, not the campaign, the legal stuff, you can't do Anything to help Donald Trump. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. Donald Trump is caught up in a very evil system. You can pray for him, and that's powerful. And that's all. That is all. Sorry. I know that sucks because you see injustice. I see injustice being done, and we want to do something to stop it. But we can't do anything about it. This horrific show trial, show trials. The Moscow show trials that are about to go on, all you can do, all I can do is watch and pray. And that's very hard for people like us because when we see a problem, if you see somebody trip and fall, you instinctively want to bend over and help them, pick them up. When you see people in need, when you see people in pain, you want to fix it because you're a good person. And because of that you look at the injustice being done to Trump and you want to stop it I want to stop it you can't do anything I'm sorry pray and watch or maybe don't watch if it's killing you turn off the TV and stop watching it's gonna be a bumpy road but stop threatening illegal things all right all right we are gonna get to all these skulls I we're just gonna turn through them tonight I'm actually looking forward to this I never look forward to this but I'm going to tonight. Before we get to the calls, remember, you also can't save the country if you can't save yourself, if you can't protect your body. And no, I'm not lecturing you about, wow, you should only eat lettuce the rest of your life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying our bodies are all messed up now because of the crap they put in our water, in our food. Fellas, we don't have the testosterone to fight back right now. 50% drop. In 50 years? That's unheard of. Get a male vitality stack from chalk flowing through your veins. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days naturally. Natural herbal supplements. Female vitality stack for the ladies. There's no country to save if you can't save you. So let's take care of ourselves. CHOQ.com. Promo code Jesse gets you 35% off subscriptions. Get a subscription. Don't pay full price. Chuck.com promo code Jesse.